I just want to say, I'm going to play a song from High School Musical. I haven't gone mad. I don't think it's a worship song, okay? But you might like to pay attention to the words, because it might help uh, something later. And actually, it's a karaoke version, so if you wish to join in, then you can. say what is quite funny is seeing um, certain men of a certain age, young men of a certain age going, trying desperately to look like they don't actually remember the words, but at the same time quite enjoying it. So, uh, so, okay guys. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I meant to finish the song. Do you want to finish the song? Oh, no, now it's restarted. No. If you... Yeah. Dance it. Dance it. See, the funny thing is, I think that the writer of that song has got something right. We know that... How many of you have seen that film? How many of you have seen that film? About three of us, no. There is a film called High School Musical, you might have heard of. Anyway, in the film High School Musical, there's a whole kind of plot that goes on before it. Lots of people fighting, not getting on, all that. And then the conclusion is that they're all in it together, and that's how it finishes. It's all lovely and fluffy, and there's absolutely no God in it altogether. You know, it's all, it's all about people getting on. However... There is some kind of truth in what he's talking about for us. The writer of that song says some of those things. And, you know, it, actually, there is a significance to the body of Christ. You know, and it, I thought, when we're all together here this morning, and some of us are quite small, uh, and some of us are quite big, uh, you know, different ones of us, you know, and, and actually, it's really amazing that God's joined us together to be one body, 
you know. And I think that's something that's really important that we remember because actually it's not that the big people or the old people or the beautiful people make up the body of Christ, but actually it's all of us together because we're all in it together. And God's joined us together and each one of us is part of him. God says that we're being built together to become a place where God lives by his spirit. And, and that joining together is not just with people we rub along with. It's not just with the people that we find it easy to be around. It's actually all of us. And on a Sunday when a lot of us aren't here, you know, um, it's, I think, even more significant because you might find the normal person... There aren't any normal people in here, are there? But you might find the normal person you sit with isn't here. Or, or you're sitting in a different place or in a different building. And all of that's different and weird and strange. And yet, God's built us together to become the place where he lives by his spirit. And I think that's a really amazing thing. Uh, and, um, and, you know, we, we talked about uh, Jesus' prayer. And, you know, when Jesus prays, Um, In fact, when any of us pray, uh, God hears. And when Jesus prays, what he prays comes to pass. And what Jesus prayed was that the people that come after him would be one like, Father, just as you are in me and I am in in you. And that blows my mind that, that you and I could be one like Jesus is one with the Father. And that's something for all of us. Which is, which is tremendous. And um, part of giving thanks, and I do appreciate the, the artwork, we're going to have a chance at the end um, to, to have a look at it in more detail. Part of the thing about sharing what we're giving thanks for is rejoicing with one another. Now, sometimes there are things that have happened that we, we don't, we're not giving thanks for because they, they weren't really very nice. And we, we need to be those that are able to do both things at the same time, to rejoice with those that are rejoicing and to weep with those uh, that are mourning. So it's, that's really what, that's the first part of what I wanted to say today, and we're going to come back to a bit, bit more worship and singing to, now. But I, I just wanted to say that because I think there's something very important for us. You know, God wants us to be united, not uniform. God doesn't want us to be comparing ourselves with one another and feeling that I'm not as good as so-and-so. Because actually, each one of us is part of the body of Christ. And actually, the body of Christ is less when you're not in it. And one of the things we're going to be looking at later is there are other people that belong in this body that aren't here yet. There are people that belong in this body that have been here and aren't here at the moment. And we want to reach out to those, and, 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 uh, and we're expecting God to, to help us. Difference is okay, and God's, God's got us in mind. So let's, let's uh, join and sing, sing together again with Peter. Thank you, Lord. If you just take your seats a minute. Go for it.
Lydia for sharing she shared that song with me and I thought it was a really powerful song um very different it's almost like spoken word isn't it it's not really got a melody Owen said to me how does that song go and I went and I tried to sing it and I realized that actually a lot of it is in the backing it's almost I see your heart expressed in what was it eight billion Eight billion different ways. Every precious one, a child you died to save. Population of the world, eight billion. It was in the mind of the writer when they were writing that. They were saying, you know, there's, there's all of this creation around us and God's designed us to love those people. Now, um, okay, so I thought being a physicist, I had to pick up on the stars. I'm sorry, there's lots of stars in there. So if you were lucky enough to go to the Southern Hemisphere, oh, I've gone too far, sorry. If you were going to the Southern Hemisphere and you looked up, you'd see that, actually. Um, If you're on a really dark night, isn't that amazing? Can you see all those stars? Did you know, if you could count every star you can see with the naked eye in the sky, there would be about 3,000 visible about 3,000 okay if you go to the southern hemisphere you can see these things and those are really special because they're actually not part of our galaxy they're the Magellanic clouds and there are actually other galaxies other things that strip there that's the Milky Way and uh, if you imagine throwing a stone up into the into space I've shown this video before about but about 10 years ago it's not going to play it's decided not to play so perhaps I don't need to show it again if it doesn't want to play. It doesn't necessarily matter. No, it doesn't. 
Oh, oh I, I know what I need to do. Bring the mouse over onto the other thing. That's it. Here you go. So if you... Okay. All right. That's just being related to a certain German dictator. Never mind. We won't worry about that. Um, anyway, so what that did was it showed you a journey away from Earth. Anyway, so this is one of my favourite constellations. Anyone know what it's called? This is Orion. Now, there were some people called astronomers. Astronomers are people that look, like to look at the sky, and they decided to look at, instead of looking at stars, which is what they're employed to do, they thought they'd look at the darkest bit of sky they could find, which sounds a bit funny, but they decided to look at the darkest bit of the sky because they wanted to see as far as possible into space. And the darkest bit of sky that they chose to look at was... Um, uh, is that going to give me the same message? Yeah. Can we just play it off my stick? Oh, it doesn't. I suppose it doesn't really matter because I'm running out of time. So it doesn't really matter. It showed them zooming in, right? And they looked at the dullest, darkest bit of the sky, okay? And what they did was they produced this picture, um, which you may have heard of if you're big, and if you're small, you probably won't have done. This looks like just a picture of lots of stars, doesn't it? So this is the Hubble Ultra Deep Field picture taken in 1996 uh, when I was, you know, still had blonde hair, not grey hair. And now in this picture, the thing it has in common, remember that number 3,000? In this picture, there are 3,000 objects. Now this is taken of a bit of sky that is quite small. Now to give you an idea of how small it is, picture a tennis ball in my hand. Now I'm going to walk 200 metres that way and you're still looking at the tennis ball. That's how small it is. Or, put it another way, if I had a 50 pence piece, I'm not rich enough, so I haven't got one, and I looked at the nose, I looked at the 50 pence piece at my arm's length, and I looked on the nose on the queen, and I looked up at the sky, that's how small this bit of sky is I'm looking at. Now, the thing that's a bit weird about this picture is that each one of those looks a bit like a star, but it actually isn't. Each one of those 3,000 objects is a galaxy, which is a galaxy like the Milky Way, which is about 100,000 light years across. Um, In that tiny bit of sky, there are that many stars, right? So when we talk about God breathing and the stars being made to worship him, we've got a lot of voices up there that we need to compete with when we're worshipping. But he chose us above them there's something even more freaky and that is that which I haven't really got time for but actually that that visible bit which is so big is 4% of what we believe the universe to be like scientists now believe that 96% of the universe can't be seen now the thing is God's been telling us that for a long time that there is a spiritual world that we don't see. But in addition to the spiritual world, there's a whole load of physical world that we can't see. 96% of it has disappeared. It's, uh, it's lots of other things. Anyway, but the Bible tells us about our place in the universe. And when the psalmist writes, when I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and stars which you set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man, that you care for him? Well, the answer is he's chosen to put his delight in each of us. And I find that an amazing thing. And I don't want to blow your minds with the size of the universe because actually what actually matters is that we've got a great big God. And our great big God, believe it or not, is bigger than the universe. I think we may even have sung that. 
So just, just, just hold that thought. So what's that? Okay, it's a milk bottle. Right, what's that? It's a wine bottle, yes, okay. Champagne bottles, right, okay. Okay, tomato ketchup. What's that? Fairy liquid. How about that one? Yes, I understand. I put lager in that, yes. Uh, Coca Cola. Okay, what about that? What do we put inside that? Well, see, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. God's designed us uh, to be full up of the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, and uh, if a container's full of something, when it gets knocked over, which our, my, my friends here actually didn't manage to do today, what comes out is what's inside, Okay, and uh, if you if you knock over a cup of water, you end up with water on the floor. And when we get shaken up, um, what comes out of us is a sign of how how the Holy Spirit is at home amongst in us. Okay, and um, so I just want uh, wanted to encourage you uh, this morning um, that you know God's designed us to be full of the Holy Spirit, always full of the Holy Spirit. And you know when God made man. He breathed into the earth and, and he put his life in it, okay? And that, there's a shadow of that in every one of those 8 billion people. But God's desire, God's desire is to make his home in you. And if you're here this morning and you don't feel full of the Holy Spirit, then I want to be able to pray for you this morning because I believe that's what God wants to do is to, to give us that power to live differently, because God says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and who is in you. And so that means what we do with our body matters, right? There was a group of people in the New Testament times that said, actually, because God is spirit, it doesn't matter what happens to my body at all. But actually, what happens to my body is important. So I need to use it for, for good things, uh, not for bad things. So I need to, to help people, I need to be there for them. And... Um, and we know, too, that the container, there is another container in the room today, apart from you and me, and that is us. Uh, that is the church altogether. And, and God's designed us to be a container of that, of that Holy Spirit. And so, so I just wanted to leave us uh, with that. There was that container on the trays, which actually nothing got spilt. So I'm really, that's really not helped to make the point. But, but you, you know, you get the idea. God wants us to be full. Uh, and uh, and uh, this is me yesterday after a la- rather large meal. I dis- I've discovered a lot of my shirts have shrunk in the wash over the summer. It's, uh, it's a strange thing. What we fill ourselves with, he leaves to us. And we can fill ourselves with with uh, envy, we can fill ourselves with, uh, with bitterness, or we can ask God to, to come and clean the house and to, to live in us. So that's really what I wanted to do today, was uh, just drawing all of this together. You know, this is all about... Oh, it's all on uh, one slide at a time. Um, one line at a time. God's called us together to be filled of the Holy Spirit, but that's true when we're individually full of the Holy Spirit. But when God speaks, the words of that song say, a hundred billion failures disappear. Where you lost your life, I, so I could find, you, find it here. If you left the grave behind, so will I. Some people need to leave something behind that's died. 
and you just need to leave it behind. I can see your heart in everything you've done. Sometimes God feels a long way away and uh, you, you can't, it, it feels like he's not close. He never, he promises never to leave. But sometimes we're reduced to looking at things around us to see the work of God, to see the hand of God. I'd like to encourage you this morning that if you've been feeling distant and you've been looking for him in the world around you and you can praise him because of the stars and because of the mountains, because of all those lovely things, that's great. But God wants you to be full of him. So we're going to pray for, for, for those that would like to be filled again with the Holy Spirit this morning so that they can know him and know his closeness. If you glo- it, God cho- clo- the song says, if you gladly chose surrender, sh- so will I. And that's what we want to do. There is no other way. Just those last few lines, like you would again a hundred billion times, but what measure would amount to your desire, you're the one who never leaves the one behind. You know, God doesn't want any one of us to be left behind. So... If you would like prayer this morning, I'm going to pray for people to my left, over that way, okay? If you would like prayer, we're going to finish here.